You're listening to the Tripod Network. What's on? Just me and the beam. 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 Hello and welcome to Me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the Bean. And this is show number... 36. Yo. And this is going to be called Meet the Press. Cool. This is only the second time we've ever had a... No, this is the first time we've had a show name before we even started working on it. True. We're mm. we're we're getting good, babe. Yeah. <laughs> we already know what we're going to talk about before we talk about it. <laughs> it's like having a plan. Well, this time the reason we... Oh, and we also want to say, yes, at the very first, we are a member of the Tripod Network now. Yay! Which includes a lot of great people, like Israelisms, Jawbone, The Big Show, Hometown Tales, Manic Mommies, The Instance, Extra Life Radio. You hit all the ones I know. S SG Show. Oh, yeah. Sam and Steve. He's <laughs> so cute. And many more to come. I think they just signed up Red Boy with us as well, so. It's exciting. Yeah. Yay! We want to talk about the write-up we had in the press this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, we, it was pretty we awesome. We are on the front page of our hometown paper. And I'll try to get a scan of it or an online version of it up on the blog. Okay. But the title is Me and the Bean Take Small Town Life to World Wide Web. In our downtown den? <laughs> yeah, they, they start off stellar. They say, when Chad and Amanda Barner relax in their downtown den. Which right. most everyone, it's funny how the brain works because they knew what they, you know. Most people downstairs. knew what they were trying to say. Downstairs, downstairs Dan. There's a great picture of us. I look like Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> and then they handled the Mayberry loonies pretty good. I was afraid that was going to come off sounding bad, but it really didn't. No, I thought it was excellent. I think it's a really well-written article. I do, too. I agree. But for some of those who haven't had interviews done of you, don't try to be funny. <laughs> Be the straight man. Just give the facts, because when you try to be funny, it just comes off weird. It's hard to, I think for, what am I trying to say? Good way. It is hard, it is a difficult, it is difficult to express humor and sarcasm in in a four-column article. I had a theater class in college that prepared us for when we became famous, Mm -hmm. and it talked about how to handle interviewing, and the key from that class was to practice ahead of time answering questions and to be very aware of how much information you were willing to give out. I was willing to give out a lot. (laughs) (laughs) My only, my only criticism of this article is that I wish it had focused more on our show and less on our personal lives. Our personal history. Well, I guess they were just, you know, trying to let people know who we are, what we're about. I understand. And it's not, that's not a bad negative. It's just my preference. I don't like to read about my kind of misconstrued past. (laughs) (sighs) Well, and and she didn't have a recorder, which surprised us. In this day and age? Yeah, she wrote stuff down. And it comes out weird sometimes because this is a quote from me. I went on Google and searched to learn about it. I decided it wouldn't be hard once I heard PK and J. And I thought that would be fun. I didn't say that. Not quite. Because you said... What it was, they asked how you got involved. And I said, well, I was really into it and I was already doing a show. But then once she got into PK and J and her PK and J, she wanted to do one. 
how this quote is, it sounds like, well, I heard Paul and Jeanette, and I said, if they can do it, which is not what happened, Paul and Jeanette. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like she really misquoted this, but it, the quote is out of context. So I can see now how people that are really celebrities. Oh, my gosh. How every little thing they say is, and why they get upset, I would understand. I mean, I didn't get upset over this, but I understand. Yeah. It said something about me being in medical school and falling in love with Chad. And once I fell in love, I squashed those dreams. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. He moved. Okay. Oh, and I was trying to joke. My, my whole joke was. Um, I was never in medical school, by the way. <laughs> when, when, me and, when me and the Bean met, I was in Atlanta. She was in Asheville. And we decided that, you know, we'd talk to each other for a year before one of us moved towards the other. And it became sort of apparent that the Bean wasn't moving to Atlanta. She just got back from a big city, New York, and she wasn't she wasn't looking for the city life anymore. And I and I have to tell you, one of the reasons that I left New York was I had the 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 smallest taste of fame that you could have, and and not be anywhere near it. You know, just the slightest hint of it. And I was like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> I have to get out of here. <laughs> So, you know, my joke that we tell friends and stuff is like after six months, I was sick of Atlanta. I wanted to leave. And I, I told the bean, I said, hey, you know, I'm not a stalker. If we don't if we don't work out, I'll leave town and just go back home to Mount Airy. Right. Not six months of you living in Atlanta. Six months of us dating. Yes. And here's how it came out. I was working 65 and 70 hour weeks in commercial studios. I told her I wasn't a stalker to let me move to Asheville. <laughs> it, which is funny. But it doesn't really read funny. <laughs> yeah, and see, I didn't bother the bean, but it bothered me reading it. But not, not, not really. I mean, Angela did a great job. So, and then it goes to say he moved, and Amanda said her plans of returning to med- medical school were history. "Quote: I fell in love and squashed those dreams." <laughs> and that didn't bother me, but it bothered the bean. Well, yeah, yeah, because it makes it, it makes. Uh... You know, we did say these things. We did say these things, but we were joking. It was in a joking back and forth manner. Yeah. And there's always more substance to the conversation than what you get out of pulling quotes. Yeah. It's just it's just like emails. You can't read context. Good. (sighs) Yeah. And I don't feel like we need to backpedal, but I am pleased to be in the paper as a as as me and the bean. Oh, yeah. We think the article is great. I, I'm, I'm flattered that they would take interest and put us on there and, and all of that. But that said. <laughs> well, I just think I just thought it was interesting to talk about for because a lot of people listen to us are podcasters and just, you know, just watch what you say and how you say it. Uh, jokes don't really work. Sarcasm doesn't really work in print. And most of you might already know that. <laughs> but learn from our mistakes. And then here was the worst one for me. Oh, yeah, this um, is a doozy. I was trying to explain why we came to Mount Airy. And the main reason is, you know, I didn't know the Beans family that well yet. But I knew that my parents, if I ever got into a bond, they'd help me out no matter what. So, you know, the Bean says she didn't remember it. But I was sort of the mind frame that we were going to end up getting married and have kids. I just don't think I'd thought that far ahead. I liked being with you. I knew we were going to stay together. What, like when I said I love you? I'm bringing out the big guns, boys and girls. No, I've always been quick to fall in love, and the Bean was just coming out of a bad relationship before <laughs> we got together, and I had come out of having no relationship for a while. After how many months? Four? I think so. We were sitting on her porch, and I was leaving, and I just didn't want to go, 
And she could tell I was getting ready to say it because we talked later and she said in her mind, she was like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, please don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> I wasn't ready to hear it. And I said, I love you and silence. Crickets. It was raining. And I think she said thanks or something. Oh, I did not. Yeah. I think you said, well, thank you or something like that. I'm sure that I was lovely. No. Yeah. You didn't. You was fine. But then all the ride home, I was like, stupid. You shouldn't have said that. You messed it up. God, your mouth. Why do you say it? And then I had some friends that were girls at work and I told them, I was like, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have said that and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, no, no, she just, she might not have been ready to hear it. And, <laughs> and as you can tell, everything worked out. Yeah. So anyway. Where the heck was I at? Oh, so I basically, here's the quote. Out of a five-minute conversation, which is no fault of Angela. I mean, they can't give us the whole dang paper. But the, the quote is, her family's great, but I felt like my family would support us if we needed anything. And the first thing I thought was, like, I do not want her family seeing this and thinking, reading it the way it could be read. Yeah. I wasn't too fond of the quote about tucking your tail. I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. So, you know, I was talking about how, you know, when you're a kid... You're going to leave your hometown and you're never coming back. And if your dad or parents have a family business and they want you to work there, you're like, I'm not working for you. And so we talked about that and and basically said that, trying to find out where that is. It's in the fourth column. That whole column needs to be removed. It's the third column, you mean. Okay. It's the second one from the edge. And I was talking about how I tried to substitute teach when we first came back into town, and I just couldn't do it. I'm just not an authority figure. And it says, my quote is, I couldn't do that. I finally put my tail between my legs and went to work for my dad. Nice. (laughs) But luckily, dad knew what I meant. Yeah, but it makes you sound like you had a big falling out with your dad or your family or something. Or it makes makes me think, or or it sounds like I consider working for my dad beneath me. Yeah. And I don't. That's not. mm. Yeah, I know. I know, it's not a pleasant quote. And then she gives us our address. Oh, yeah, the most, that's, that's... The most important thing, which is meandthebean.com. The most important piece of information is totally incorrect. (laughs) So she gives our XML address, which at first I was like, man, people are going to look at that. And if anybody goes to our XML address, it's going to show code, and they're not going to know what that means. So I was like, oh... Hopefully, they'll just chop it off and go to podcastrant.com, find me in the bean. And then I was talking to somebody else, and he goes, hey, podcast rat. And I said, what are you talking about? And John said, they spelled it podcastrat.com. And I went and looked. I was like, fudge, sickle. It's because we were in our downtown den. And so, of Did course, we mention the paper doesn't have an editor, a proofreader? And so, of course, I went down. I had to go by the domain podcastrat.com, and I made that xml feed point back to me and the bean.com we did have a lot of local people listen so they did find it somehow i've had lots and lots of people not only tell me that they saw us in the paper but that they actually did go and listen and and everybody's been very positive to our face yeah <laughs> but angela we really appreciate it and as an article it's great and we really appreciate it yeah we have sensitivities. You quote us. You quoted us accurately. So it's nothing you did. It's all us talking. Yep. Hard to read about yourself. But to cleanse the palate a little bit, let's go into the third question of the Jawbone Me and the Bean Beatles trivia extravaganza. You want to put another word to that? No. Super showdown. <laughs> Who played guitar, guitar solo on "While My Guitar Gently Weeps"? A. Jimmy. H- G- G- Jimmy Hendrix with no M. No M. Oh, 
Okay, Jimi Hendrix, B, Jimmy Page, C, Eric Clapton, or D, Jeff Beck? Jeff Beck. John's done. Chad is done. And I bet they're both right. Chad is right. (laughs) Eric Clapton, baby. Yeah. So it's two and two, like Chuck Woolery. This really is a game show. (laughs) (laughs) So we're at a standstill, two to two. Yeah, the quality on that wasn't so good, huh? Is that because of Skype? Yeah, Skype messed up pretty bad that night. Mm, well. Mo- I say 95% of the time I record interviews on Skype, top notch. That one, not, not so, so much. Not so much. But the important thing is you're still tied two to two. That's right. Who will be the winner? Dun, 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 dun. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Many weeks. There's like 12, 13 questions. <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed that little thing with Evan I sent out yesterday. That was so sweet. That was something the bean didn't know about. Yeah. I went to Easter church service with my family, and they did that while I was gone. So cute. Of course, me and Evan are heathens, so we were here. (laughs) Everybody asked me, oh, is this your first? And I was like, no, my three-and-a-half-year-old's home eating chocolate candy. And they were like, oh. (laughs) So we went to my dad's and Evan got to play in the he, first time a slip and slot because it's like 80 degrees, 90 degrees here today. It's hot. It's very hot. I have no ankles to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> but he just loved it. He loved it. We stripped him down to his Spider-Man underwear, yep. sent him on his way, yep. and he eventually did get the belly run. Yeah, he finally did. He was scared to do it and wouldn't do it for like the first 45 minutes. The last 15, he did the belly. Was that because Sam did it? I don't know, maybe. Because she said she did, but I didn't see it. I was inside. She did do it, but I think he might have done it first. I can't remember. It's cute. Cute, cute, cute. So every time that he slid down, there's at the you slide down and then, because we had it like on a little incline, which you're not supposed to do, but. He cares? did do it first because he went down fast and got a face full of water at the pool. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, there's a little pool at the end, a little gathering while the water gathers because you blow it up at the you fill it up with water at the end, so it creates it's like this a bumper little, pad. Yeah, and so he, every time he slid down, <laughs> even if he didn't need it, for the first half hour or so, he'd come and wipe his face with a towel. <laughs> he skinned his little bottom. Oh, did he really? Yeah, a little bit. Well, then after that, he wiped his front and back, his bottom and his penis. Did he? Every time. His front too. Yeah, not his face. <laughs> after a time, he didn't wipe his face anymore. He wiped that and that. <laughs> Who knows why? Maybe he was peeing. Oh, well. Probably was. Water and water. He just feels like he can go. So <laughs> He's really bad about it when he takes a bath. Yes. If you don't force him to go in the potty, he'll just stand right there before. and be like, hello. And he thinks it's so funny. Mm-hmm. And he loved he loved hunting Easter eggs. So <gasps> we, I, I think I did that 20 times today. It was a big success. Hiding them. But he didn't want to do the plastic ones. He wanted the real ones. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. But we went out. You woke up at what? Six this morning and went and hit eggs. I went and hit eggs. And in the dark. <laughs> put his basket. It, it was light. Oh, I put his basket in front of his door. And it was so cool. I heard him wake up and scream for us, but I wasn't going to get up because I wanted him to get up and see his basket because that's how my mom and dad did to me. I'd open my door. My basket would be there. And so finally, after about 20 minutes, he wouldn't scream the whole time. He'd scream like a couple times and just wait for a long time and then scream a couple times <laughs> and wait for a long time. So finally, he came out and he goes, no way. Mom, 
Mommy, Daddy, the Easter Bunny came. Yeah. Cool. He was so excited. <laughs> and he ate cool. a lot of candy. Yeah, he did. It's about all he ate today. Great. <laughs> he crashed and burned. He's sound asleep. Yes, he's sound asleep early, so we got to do this today. We didn't think we were going to get to do this today. We think we had to. We thought we were going to have to wait another day, but... Yeah, we had an action-packed weekend. The Bean was totally tired last night from her day of baby shopping with her mom. We didn't even... I mean, what did we do? We went. We drove to Winston, and Sam has got her dress, and then we went to Baby's R Us for maybe 45 minutes, and I was worn out. I'm, I'm a wreck, y'all. We're going to have to... I don't know. So however you celebrated or didn't celebrate Easter, we hope you guys had a good vacation. Mm-hmm. We, we certainly do. We got a ton of entries to our Frapper map this week. I think we might have to split it up between this and the feedback show. Okay. So I don't want to run through all of them in one go around. That might be too much. Okay. Too tiring for our listeners. But we got Charles of MostlyNews.net from McKinney, Texas. He says, hi from Texas. Great show. Keep it up. Hi, Texas. Thanks. So MostlyNews.net. We have one of our local listeners, Meredith Lloyd, oh. from Mount Airy. said, fabulous, baby, but I'm up too late with these archives. Yeah, she was so tired. She's like, it's your fault. I had to stay up all night and listen. She listened to almost every show, I think. Yeah, very cool. And her kid is so her kids are so awesome because Evan gets along with them so well. Yeah, they click. It's so funny how different personalities click together because Alex, chill, totally laid back. And Evan's all animated, and he's got to play with this, and he's got to play with this. And we were at an Easter egg hunt a, a week or so ago, and Evan took a soccer ball from Alex. And I said, Evan, give that back to Alex. And Alex's like, nah, he wants to play with it. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, I know Evan. I'm used to him. Yeah. He also has siblings, so he understands about... Sharing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or getting stuff ripped away from you. <laughs> yeah. We've got Tom and Greg's show from Droit Rich, England. Wow. says, hey, guys, we love your show. Rawr. <laughs> That's Greg that did the rawr <laughs> a week Greg. or so ago, which I tried everywhere to find your show so I could put. Oh, I wanted to say for any of you guys that have a podcast, let us know, because down on the right hand column on the website now, we have friends of me and the bean. And I list everybody in alphabetical order who listen to the show. And we play promos, too. Yep, But I'll have your link there so people can check out your website. So. Tom and Greg, if you really do have a show, send me the link because I Googled it and couldn't find anything. Another local listener, Candace Martin from Mount Airy, North Carolina. Hey, Candace. She said, enjoy the newspaper article about you guys. And of course, I'm still loving the show. Well, thanks. That's really cool. I miss you. I haven't seen you in forever. Forever. And we got <laughs> Barely and Andrew, a better wise... Uh, uh, Better otherwise. known, otherwise known as Chat Buffet. They said, Chat Buffet is serving up me and the bean, the prophets. <laughs> because the last two shows we've oh, talked, they've right, talked about right. stuff that we had talked about a while ago. That's great which I got lines. to listen to show great number lines. three, and they were talking about um, the Surrey Scream earrings and pirates thing. Oh, really? Because the Navy a week or so ago had to fight oh, some yeah. pirates off some Asian coast, <laughs> and I think their chatbuffet.blogspot.com. Do not quote me on that. I will have links in the show notes. And they're part of the Friends of Me and the Bean, so you can find them there as well. And another friend of Me and the Bean is Erica from Cary, Illinois. And she has the Women Grow podcast. And it's a pretty awesome podcast. It's a parenting... It's a, it, I was trying to find the acronym for it, but 
Eric and Corey over at Vox Monitor did a review of it, and it was really, really good review, and they did the show justice. I'll go check it out. She says, your shows are always fun to listen to. All the best with baby number two. Thank you. Oh, and grow means giving real opportunities to women. Oh, cool. And I think that's going to do it for this Me and the Bean. Oh. Remember, you can reach us on the web. Meandthebean.com. Or send us an email. At meandthebean at podcastrantnotrat.com. Or send us a voicemail. 336-283-0576. Until next time, see ya. Bye. Voicemails and promos. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Voice Voicemails and promos. You be up on the mix. Voicemails and promos. The feeling when I do this. What? As radio changes roll, old favorites faded from the scene. In a time when radio is controlled by money and politics, one man took a stand and started the podcasting revolution. Within this revolution, two guys started polluting sound waves and connecting independent musicians with the Podsafe Music Network. What you are about to hear is their story. Consider yourself warned. Sound pollution. Sound pollution. Sound pollution. Sound pollution. Sound pollution. Now, these two guys, Brad and Chris, they interview bands in the local Fresno, California area. I really like this podcast because it's all about a local scene and getting the word out about a small geographic area. And that's a really interesting concept. And I hope that you guys check it out. Sound Pollution is online at, you'll find it here, soundpollution.libsyn.com, L-I-B-S-Y-N. And Bradley of Sound Pollution is a friend of me and the Bean as well. Hey. He's got a great show. Great local music. Which I think a lot of stuff is going to turn in the future. More local than it has been. Profit. on.